Welcome to the Weekly Checkout, where anything and everything is talked about so we don't have to pay for therapy. This sixth episode includes your hosts, Legith and Vinny, doing a quick speed run of each segment. Welcome to your Weekly Checkout with your hosts, Legith and Vinny. Hello. How are you doing, Vinny? I'm doing okay. A bit tired. A lot going on this week. I know, it's uh, closer to when school starts and all the, you know, like, you could say it's the uh, the end of your filler arc that we were talking about. Yeah, um, I started work yesterday. Ooh, how was it? It's been good. It's a lot of fun. It's something that I really care about. It's just the beginning is kind of rough because of the way it works, where I have to do all the setup for stuff. The Usually the orientation phase of it, you know, trying to find your setting. Yeah. Uh, but hey, like you know, you're only gonna get, you're only gonna be able to kick it in higher gear the more time passes by, right? Yeah. So, since you know we're gonna have a brief again because this is a recording lost to the voids of time. We you, you to be fair, we can, you can be honest be by saying that we we're supposed to record a week ago, but we kind of couldn't. So this is like you know, a, I like to describe this like you know. And a half episode more than a full episode. Yes. So, what are you? What have? So, if you have, if you're going, <clears throat> if you notice that we're kind of rushing through our topics and segments, it's just because we have a limited amount of time to fit this podcast in today, and we're just trying our best. So, yes. no, none of our finest work, but hey. <laughs> so, which is why. I in the last recording when I promised that we're gonna do a detail like talk about Brazil. That's oh, not on this one. Yeah. It's gonna happen, but not on this one because we want to do Brazil a bit ju- of justice. You know, we're we're not gonna cram like some good information about it in just thirty minutes or less. But anyway, so how what's have what has been your crippling addiction this week? Oh, crippling addiction. Um, other than my work, uh, it's not really an addiction. No, but for real. Um, you know how much I love uh, speedrunning, right? There's been a really nice video that came out this week. And from that, I just went on a little rabbit hole of uh, speedrunning. But there was a video about... Um, it's Salt Something, the name of the YouTube channel. It's like an hour long, and I was just watched it on one go about uh, Mario 64. An hour long speedrun? Speedrun, like a video about the history of speedruns oh, okay. of Mario 64. It's okay. like a documentary, basically. Summoning okay. Salt, that's his name. Okay. He's one of the best uh, speedrun documentary slash explanation videos. Yeah. Uh, it's a niche of a niche. That is kind of cool. Yeah. But, like, have you been watching any new shows or anything like, you know? I really haven't had time. Um, well, me and my girlfriend finished WandaVision. Uh, we were on the last episode ever since like the day the second to last episode aired because we were watching it as it was coming out. But then, you know, uh, senior year of college happened. So we didn't watch any of it because finals came up, then the summer came up. and But we finished it now, WandaVision. It was a good show. I recommend. 
I mean, here's the thing. I've been noticing that Marvel has putting, been really pumping out bang, bangers after bangers. And I generally believe that Marvel was a little bit behind DC in terms of their series. Because DC, the cinematic universe, kind of is bad. But, like, their standalone series are really, really good. Usually with, you know, like, Gotham's a good one where... What, Gotham has, like, five seasons on Netflix already? Yeah. And it's really good, so... Like, if you were to compare, like, say, Gotham and Wonder, Wonder, Wonder Vision, Wonder Vision. The like, thing is, the series, the Marvel series, they're connected to the cinematic universe. It's all one universe. Whereas, yeah, in DC, it's a bit, you know. Yeah, in DC, it's completely kind of separate. Standalone. Maybe, you know, at some point, they'll, they will fix their universe, but hey. I mean, DC had the, the Arrow uh, TV universe, whereas the Arrow TV show, The Flash... Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, like Black Lightning. Yeah. They were all in one universe. So you've just been you've just been finishing that up. And also, suggestion, we should finish Ragnarok, the when season yeah, two episode. On Netflix. Yeah. But hey, the other thing I was gonna tell uh, ask you is have you found something to fill out the void that is Adolf? Uh, a message to Adolf? A message to Adolf? Yeah. Um well, I went back to reading one of my favorite manga of all time, like top three in my list, mm-hmm. Hajime no Ippo. Really? Like, yeah. Because because of the way the chapters are, because it's boxing, I waited for a couple like chapters to come out before going back to reading it. Because like you can read the chapter in like two minutes because it's like action. And then <laughs> you have to wait a week. So yeah, so now I have a backlog of like 150 chapters to read. Ooh. So... So speaking of things to read, you know what is that? Uh, I I don't I don't really know the name off the top of my head, but you know that one manga where the the kid is uh, quarter yokai and three quarters human, and he's uh, it, it's a shonen jump manga series. One quarter, three quarters. Yeah, he's three quarters human and one quarters yokai, and. Uh, uh, you're gonna have to be a little bit more specific because I can think of a couple yeah, different. Yeah. Okay. So in that one, it's all about like you know he's he's I don't think this is a spoiler. His grandpa is a full yokai and his dad is half yokai and his dad got murdered, but that's like later down the storyline. It's like the thousand. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna. I love their like no spoiler, but his dad gets murdered. I mean, you you kind of you kind of pick that up like you know in the the few the very beginning, but. Uh, he has like this really long hair. I know I'm not been like I just realized. Is it I, Nura Rise of the Yokai Clan? I think so. I think so. Is it the one where like there's a thousand? He has nights? white hair. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, is like one of the love interests like the Ice Yokai? I think so. Yeah. I haven't the, read it in so long, bro. Well, you, I know you finished it. I've never finished it because no, you know I didn't finish it. Oh, you haven't? Yeah. Okay, so I'm, I'm I do plan to try to finish that up, but like, there's it's yeah. a hard it's a hard thing. It's like it's different because like I I started reading like okay. By the way, I also started reading the first few chapters of One Piece. Finally. Yeah, but like, in One Piece, there's like I can reread it and be like okay because I don't know the full context of it. But I find it hard with these shows because sometimes the humor in the beginning is very like slapstick humor and it's kind of annoying. Yeah. Especially when you know that like, the show has a lot of potential later on, so you're like, okay, I just gotta slug through all of that, but hey. Anyway, so for me, I'm just gonna go with Microplane Addiction. Can you take a guess? Because I've been talking about oh, it like 
didn't sleep for Overwatch. No, not Overwatch. It's a show. Wow. Oh yeah, the show you watch with. Oh god. Yeah, because uh... I actually did not play Overwatch because I was too busy watching the show. I forgot the name. Oh my god. It's uh, it's in the same universe as He Man. Shira. Yeah, Shira. So, I. I was recommended to like I I was aware of Shira the Power of Princesses. Oh my god, it's such a glitterful show, but like you know I'm okay with that. So my sister recommended it to me. She was like, "Yeah, no, you should watch it." Watched the first episode, and I was like, "Man, this 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 has potential because a character." Okay, so here's the thing: the way if I were to sell this show to someone, let's say if I was trying to sell this show to you, which I know you probably will never watch it. But the way I, mean, I, would... I already watched a lot of it because of Alexia, because of my li- little sister. Perfect, but like you have to admit, like one of the key things about this show is that the potential is more in the character writing and the character development and the characters itself, rather than the universe and the the overall arching sp- story plotline. Because it's average. And honestly, it's average to good at best. Like if you like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna choose this hill to stand and die on because it's, eh, it's meh, it's something that's okay. I'm like, yep, I got notifications. I apologize for that. Let me just mute my phone real quick so I don't get more notifications. But yeah, so I watched all five seasons in the in I think a span of like two to three days, which. Again, I wish I was in the ability to just sit down and watch the entire show at once, but I'm not in that kind of, <laughs> you know, I don't have that kind of luxury. So it was more like a nighttime thing. So I did what any responsible person would do and just sacrifice my sleep. I didn't sleep that well for like three days in a row while I just rushed through the, through the show, and like, it, like it was. The more I read up, like there's also like I went and looked at the the uh, the screen rights and like some of the additional cut scenes and everything. Oh, it's really good character writing. And say what you want to say, like I'm really happy with a lot of animation studios and cartoons these days having some level of diversity and representation from different groups of people. Like, you know, and the animation these days is just so good. Like, I watched the Marvel What If series, which is an animated series recently. Mm-hmm. Bro, it's really good the way they like do everything. Yeah, and I'm I'm a big fan of how like the you know, again it is it's a kids show. It never lie like does not lie about not being a kids show, but it still manages to make it if you're an adult watching it, make it feel like it's hey something for you to work because the character growth in the character relationship is definitely some, something the more mature uh, for the mature audiences whereas the overall story is more for kids like hey friendship and love defeats everything but like or like you know uh, there are so many like video essays like fanfics technically not fanfics but like ex- uh, art- like articles no, I don't know what to call them but like explaining how like how good the character writing is to the point where it like breaks it down into very even like i'm not gonna say much because i generally want people to watch this show and it, this is a good example of where even the bad quote unquote like not the big bad the big bad in towards the end was like there's no real way to be redeeming them but like the villain in the first few seasons 
have senses of you know humanity to them where you're like okay i can see why you're being you know why on this side of the 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 conflict and if we were mm-hmm. if the show was pro- on your side it would have been like you would have been the protagonist and i can see the audience rooting for you so overall this is a, a show where i truly had a great time i enjoyed it and i think it has a it's a great kids show dude put it for kids they're not going to say anything offensive or whatsoever and the last thing that i mentioned is a lot of diversity in terms of like the way the characters are even drawn to like you know it's not the same uh, body types it's not the same uh, racial de- uh, what do you call it racial demographics yeah there's m- multiple different ones and another key thing is that if you put the season one and season five which is a subtle change but i really do enjoy it is season one and season five they're clearly changes to the characters because they've aged. It's not a you know a case of Pokemon where he stays ten for like twenty five years. Whoa, whoa! Don't come shitting on Pokemon. <laughs> Listen, I mean, I... to be fair, you can, but uh, they basically just want kids to always keep buying Pokemon merchandise. Mm-hmm. That's why it's like the same thing forever. But you know, every year or so, you get like a hundred new Pokemon. That that is becoming so much, dude. Which, for my final conclusion about this show, it's it's also one of the few shows that had the the power to write its own story and end its own terms because you can clearly see that like I read a little bit about the the screenwriter and she was basically like yeah no we wanted to make this many episodes and that's what we went for like and one thing that I kind of kind of found funny because. They're not allowed to show alcohol in kids' shows, but they can imply it by having. If you can have a character be acting drunk and literally f- feel drunk, but as long as you don't show them drinking, that's okay. And I was like, oh, that's like an interesting way to go about these things. Which you know, I can see why they don't want you know to show alcohol use in kids' show. But then again, I grew up with uh, Luke Luke, who, who literally was smoking. Yeah. So, there's that. But anyway, so now, that was my crippling edition of the week. But if we want to move on to the weekly finds, do you have anything interesting to, do you want to talk about? I mean, I haven't been able to do much this week, but um, I, I played a little bit because now that my girlfriend is here, um, we really like playing Crash, the Crash Bandicoot games together. That's more of a, instead of a weekly find, uh, something I found again, you know? Because we only play together, so I haven't, I hadn't played it since I seen her. That game is so beautiful. It's so well made, but it's so damn hard, bro. And it's just a platformer, but it's so hard. Gets really, un- like, if you try to collect everything, it's really hard. If you just try to get through the game, you can get through the game, it's whatever. But it's so hard to collect everything. Like, I, I don't even, like, I'm never going to go for the platinum in that game. I can barely finish single levels getting everything. So, yeah. Uh, which, that's kind of cool. So, for me, my weekly find, a new thing is... Well, it's, not, it's more like, you know, jellyfish can be painful if you get stung no, in the what legs. What a find. <laughs> I, listen, it was always, you know, I was always aware if you get stung by anything, it hurts. And it's in, 
you're in a lot of pain but like you know seeing it happen in front of me is a different situation also how the heck did he manage to play volleyball after that like what wasn't he like hurting or did he just pass and that's our secret we're always hurting bro <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, is it the support is it isn't this the point of this podcast to make the hurt less Man, this got real dark real quick but now uh for me and then what another random recommendation the dark tv show on netflix <laughs> gotta connect the dots yeah the one good show regarding time travel time loops that i probably won't get into to be honest so my recommendation, my weekly find is, uh, honestly, not much. Just realize that global warming is, well, not more like a realization. It's just that, that this might go on segment X as well. It's just that there's, in the back of my head, this is this constant nagginess about global warming. It's just like... I hereby declare the official transition to segment X. <laughs> okay, so since we're here, like, let's talk about this. Like, not, not even going to feel like... Actually, it's more of a thing. How do you reconcile yourself with the fact that global warming is happening and, like, you have no control over it? And, ah, I, I have a hard time expressing it, but it, it just feels like... Yeah, it just feels horrible. It's like I'm waiting for the train to squish me, but the train is, like, two miles away. Yeah, I mean... I think you have to take some solace in uh, enjoying the time between the trains before the train squishes you. <laughs> the un- un- for the inevitability of the train coming at us. Yeah, it's kind of like the same thing with death. Only in this case, it's more like the planet is dying. It won't completely die, but we might. A lot of us will die. But like, still, huh. it's terrible. At least we can do something about it as a society to keep it from being worse that's true. but that's still hope that's true and i mean i've looked at uh you know i'm i've looked at personal ways of inc- reducing like pollution and stuff and number the key thing is reducing the amount of time you drive which again i'm all for that i like you know i personally don't mind doing long drives but like i prefer not driving it's just a personal thing and the other thing, the other key thing that I, I realize I use quite a bit of is trying to transition from plastic bottles to just refilling a water bottle. But it's so convenient to have plastic bottles. I think the issue is that uh, if I remember, because I read an article literally like yesterday about global warming, it's something like 75 or 77% of all global emissions are not caused by individuals. They're caused it's by, by corporations. companies. So yeah. like... Even if everyone gets together and it's like, let's completely reduce our individual emissions. If we don't do anything about the corporations, we're still getting screwed. So. Yeah. And this is a shower. Sh- sh- well, moving on from this existential dread, I have another th- thing that I want to talk about in segment X. If you remember, I think in episode two or one, I don't remember which episode of our podcast, uh, I talked about the rat race of billionaires into space. Oh, yeah, you're going to give us an update? Yeah, so Jeff Bezos with his company Blue Origin has uh, officially uh, pursued NASA for the uh, for awarding the contract to, I think, Space, SpaceX, which has the NASA head came out, I think, yesterday. Again, the article was a bit vague on who the head was and all of those things, so 
take it with a grain of salt, but they have said that this is going to cause some delays over the Artemis project, which if I'm correct, the Artemis project is NASA's attempt to go back to the moon. So we're coming to a point where I'm having, I'm having a definite conclusion to the rat race of billionaires going into space because this shows to me that it was never about progressing humanity or making sure that we have like interest in the field of science. It's more of like, you know, ego trips is like, hey, I'm able to send myself to space and all of those kind of things, which, you know, yeah. yeah, he literally went to space while like people that work for him were like dying of heat stroke and like having to pee where they stand to do their jobs. It's really concerning. It really is, and the the problem problem like so. My thing bringing this back up is more of like do it comes down to bigger questions like should we which it's a valid thing it's like we should we as a society allow these in these individuals who have so much power and so much you know control to be able to do these kind of projects and you know because i can i'm, I'm not phrasing it properly and i can see the way i'm proposing this question opening up to a lot of counter arguments, but basically what I'm trying to say is if you want I can open up a smaller can of worms. Go ahead. Should we let billionaires as a thing exist? See, this is the this is a this is something I personally have an issue with because are we can if we can split this question into an ideology in, in an ideal world and a practical world, like in the real world, right? It, wait how about you answer first? I mean, I personally just think it's too much money for one person to have. So that's my thing. At it's least currently. Maybe with inflation in like, I don't know, 10,000 years, a billion <laughs> would be like a minimum wage. But you get what I mean? Yeah, no, but here's, here's the thing, right? I am in an ideal world. I am with you on this. I'm like, no, I think that's way too much money. Nobody needs this kind of money, which... I, it's fine if that money was literally like, oh, your bank account, you have a billion dollars sitting in your bank account. But like a lot of these quote unquote billionaires, their money is all um, in, I think, liquid form. Is it liquid or? Hmm. What, what I mean by that, well, it's, more, it's more tied to the company that they own or they operate. In that case, it's like, are those, are, we should... Should we be separating the person's ownership of a company with their personal wealth? Like, so do you want companies to be capped and not be billion dollars see, worth? That's the that's this this problem we run into is if we start to we we can't cap companies. I'm completely against that. But for example, say you own a company, right? And your company is valued at a trillion dollars. Like you, you're one of those companies that are valued at one point one trillion dollars. You own a fifty percent stake of your company. Okay, when most people look at your personal wealth, they're like, "Well, his personal wealth is a minimum of five hundred billion, but your actual wealth is not five hundred billion because it's tied to whether it's tied to your ownership to that company. You need to sell off part of your ownership to actually see a dime from that." 
Whereas it's different if you know you open your bank account and you have a billion on there. So I, the, what I'm trying to get is if your own if your billions come from an ownership of your company, that's okay. But if it comes down to you having a billion in your bank, that's more of an issue. Okay. Um, why do you think that's a significant difference? Because again, there's a, the the, re the reason why I say there's a difference is the first one. It's you kind of owned something you created. You know, it's not you. You can't you can't directly use that money. You have to sell off something. You have to basically sell off your ownership in of that company to be able to use it. It's not direct access to it. I I get your train of thought. But you can basically use the company as like collateral to be able to get loans, no? Which would be like using the company even though you're not selling it. To get money that you don't have. True. Then we run, yeah, we run into this. This is the whole things about, you know, the, <laughs> yeah, this is, this is the whole problem with the financial sector and like, you know, people being able to avoid taxation is a lot of the billionaires who own yachts, they don't personally own the yachts. The co a company that they own owns the yacht that they use, so they don't pay any ownership dues on it. Which, how do we combat that? And this is where it's like beyond my head on the financial sector. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think I went a bit into a different like note, but I do think just a lot of power for one person to have, and I feel like. It's like some power that could be used elsewhere, you know? Uh, I mean, I mean, when you mean power to one individual, I like a lot of people, a lot of people, like, I mean, you know what? I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, we're coming dangerously close to the timeline that we have set, so I kind of have to move this along. But okay. we. We will definitely come back to this conversation, and I will put a footnote into this: is should billionaires exist? And we will come back to it. But let's move on to uh, our world tour with the regions we have for each other. So wait, yep. we made it very clear in the last uh, episode that we should pick each other's regions before we go into this. So where am I yes, headed to? And we shouldn't have two regions repeat in a row. Yeah. But because we both have basically the same corner of the world this week, we just got to pick something different for yeah. next week. Yeah. Uh, so what do you want to send me? I'm ready and my my luggage is ready. Uh, let's see. Hmm. I'm thinking. I almost feel like we should spin a globe and just, you know. That would be fun. Uh, <laughs> I think we might, you know, we might, if we both have a globe in person, we should do that. Let's see. I don't know. Mexico. Oh, you sent me? Okay, you know, my lovely neighbor next door. Which is ironic, because I'm also sending you to our lovely neighbor next door. Really? <laughs> but, yeah, I was, I was planning to send you to Canada, but more specifically to the northern territories of Canada. So, uh, okay. you can't talk about the big the big places which is like Ontario, 
Uh, yeah, so watch. next week I'm basically gonna be doing a National Geographic thing because you know there's no humans there. So. <laughs> hey, that's where you're going. You know, I don't even think there are flights there, so you might have to like you know find like a small plane and land on the snow. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll try to find an animal I can ride. Don't worry. <laughs> I mean, they're bears. Bears, I'm assuming. Anyway, so your region that you sent me off last time is Bhutan. And yeah. I don't have much about Bhutan because let's be honest, I kind of forgot which country I had and I had I haven't really listened to the recording. And that says a lot about Bhutan. It's a very <laughs> small country. People often forget it exists. Yeah. It's culturally rich. but It is extremely culturally rich. So this is what I know personally without having um, done any research about Bhutan. It's, I know it's a monarchy. And so, with my slight, you know, 15-minute quick Google search is, Bhutan is a constitutional monarchy with a, Buddha, with, with a specific sect of Buddhism as a state religion. I'm not going to try to pronounce that sect of Buddhism, but it's, yeah, it's, it's a long <laughs> word. It's a long word. I'm not good with words I've never heard of. But they have so a pop- every word. That's also very true. They have a they have a population of three point. <clears throat> I was going to say three point no no. They have a population of the three quarters of a million. They're just about the cusp. That's not a lot. That's but again, it's a very. I mean, small- it's a very small country, so yeah. I guess it's a lot. But yeah, yeah, it's it does not it ha it is it ha it is bordered by China and India. And they have the okay, so they technically they're very close to Nepal and Bangladesh, but they don't share a direct border, which is and like I mean I can see it because like I think to the to the the east is the, the Himalayan mountain ranges, so it's is it to the east? I'm looking at the well to the west. So I'm, depending on how you look at it, because I'm looking at the Bhutan from like you know. I guess it's to the west. It holds map upside down. <laughs> Depends on how you look at it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not wrong. <laughs> you know, it's all about perspectives, right? So, I mean, the one thing that I can say that is interesting about Bhutan is, I mean, it's it's been a constitutional monarchy since 2008, so it's very, very recent. And it's been a it's it became a, a new UN member. It entered the UN in nineteen seventy one, and its GDP per capita is seven point seven billion, which is actually which is actually pretty decent. And I think, uh, it's well, that's the GDP in total. The GDP in cap per capita, I think, is, uh, nine thousand four hundred and twenty six, which I think is actually even higher than Brazil. Yeah, that's a good amount. That's actually really good. I think it, I think it's higher than Brazil because okay. Because last time I was doing my research, okay, yeah, because you know I did. We were we were we were going to talk about Brazil. Yeah, it is actually ranked number a hundred and a hundred and fifteenth. Okay. Yeah, it's ranked one hundred and fifteen, and nope, Brazil is actually higher than it. It's a hundred and ten. So Brazil actually is better than well. I want it better. It's just higher because money is not everything. <laughs> like uh, so, it is. 
It is very also it's very reliant on the Indian military for some reason. It does have its own military units, but it seems like it's a very much of a corporation, not corporation. Interesting. Cooperative, cooperative country because of knowing of its uh, its situation, its situation in the world. That's very interesting. So, on my side. Since the past couple of weeks, you know, I've been bringing interesting things happening in the countries, like when I brought Russia and other things. But I haven't talked a lot about fun facts about the country. This week, we're doing a lightning round of some of the most interesting things I found when researching Nepal. Starting with, apparently they use a different calendar. Uh, did you know that? I knew like Chinese used a different calendar. I didn't know. Like no. Nepal used a different calendar. I, yeah, I'm... they are. They're sixty-seven years ahead of us. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. I knew, that, <laughs> I knew that the Islamic countries also have a different calendars, but no. Yeah, but it. Yeah, but it's like not. I think official, because like, they celebrate New Year's in mid-April. Wow, that's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing, not not so fun fact, because I think people knew this, but you you can slaughter cows there. Which leads me to the other fact. Uh, so, Nepal was the last country to um, like declare itself secular in the way that, like, a, okay, it was the last Hindu country to declare itself secular. Did that make sense? That's a bit. How can you be a Hindu country and declare yourself non-secular? No, no, it's okay. The there was no religion and state separation, so they made oh, a separation. That's what okay. I mean. It was the last one to do that out of the Hindu countries. Interesting. Yeah, uh, and it's funny because Buddha was born in Nepal, but Hinduism was the main. Uh, I think it's still the main um, yeah, religion. Yeah. Uh, another thing, you know, people think of Nepal, they think of Mount Everest, but also Nepal has some of the. Um, deepest uh i think it's the deepest uh canyon in the world and like gorgeous because there's such a difference in um height in between the lowest elevation and the high, like large, highest elevation in the country which is kind of wild um i mean everyone knows about the flag the flag is really interesting it's a triangle well two triangles on top of each other um and nepal is a country that has never been conquered which i didn't know about that might have to double check that but thought that was interesting so here it is i mean i'll also say this as you know you'll be constantly fighting at mountain ranges where the the shepherd shepherds shepherds yeah you need them to be able to navigate even survive there yeah it's insane yeah um what was the other thing Oh, they have a, and I think this is related to their, I mean, it's related to their religion, but I don't know exactly how it works because I didn't get to look deeper into it, but they have a living goddess. Oh. Yes. That's Um, interesting. Yeah. Just kind of, yeah. I like, from from a Western perspective, it's kind of strange, but it must make the faith stronger if you have, you know, literally living goddess i mean that... i think the western similarity would be the pope wouldn't it 
Yeah, but the Pope serves a very different function than a living goddess, I think. That's true. Yeah. Because, like, people often disagree and get angry at the Pope. So, <laughs> even Catholics. So. Let, let me introduce you to the entire Middle Ages of Euro- Europe. And uh, current ages. <gasps> yeah, I mean, <laughs> the yeah. current Pope is not conservative enough for people. Um, <laughs> yeah, which is funny. It's true. It's true. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. wow. We, we can talk about it another time. All the beefs people have with the Pope. Um, the number one person with beef with the Pope, Mussolini. Okay, I have two more lightning uh, facts. Yeti is supposed to be in Nepal right now somewhere. <laughs> I could, you know, Himalayas, massive mountain range. Yeah. yeah. And finally, a cute one. So apparently, Namaste, which is the greeting, mm-hmm. uh, uh, means I salute the God in you. It's kind of cute. That's that's kind of that's actually really cute. Yeah. Okay. So with this, it's gonna be our quick weekly checkout podcast for this week with your host, me, Lidrith, and <laughs> Vinny. Yes. <laughs> I know this is a bit weird how the the ending is going. It's unorthodox. But anyway, we will be better in our uh, world tour. I've I've I personally have kind of dropped the ball twice on it, and I feel bad. But hey. I mean, I already forgot what you assigned me today, but you know. <laughs> uh, the, don't worry, I'll message it to you so you don't forget. But yes. thank you for listening. I remember to this. I can ride bears there. That's what I remember. It's Canada, the Northern Territories of Canada. Thank you for listening to this week's uh, uh, podcast. This is this is your host Lidgeth and my co-host Vinny. And bye. you can bye bye. Well, you can reach out to <laughs> us on our Gmail, which is the weekly check in twenty two at Gmail, on our on Twitter, which is a weekly check two, on our Instagram, the weekly check podcast, and our Facebook, the weekly check podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Have a great week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Weekly Checkout with Legith and Vinny. Tune in next week to see if the guys will actually do the in-depth discussion on Brazil.